0: You are listening to the 6 Second Jobs Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Quas. 6 Second Jobs is the podcast overflowing with ways to get you hired. Welcome to 6 Second Jobs Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Quas. In this episode, we're going to talk statistics. And before you go, oh my, a mathematical podcast, I really want to talk about statistics as they relate to the hiring process, and in particular, what recruiters and hiring managers are thinking, because really, in the end, it's about you figuring out what they're thinking, and not them trying to figure out what you're good at. And a lot of people I've worked with start out that way thinking it's uh, it's about them and as you'll hear episode after episode, uh, it's really not about you in uh, the sense that you have to figure out what the hiring manager and recruiter is looking for and ultimately what the company needs and what problem they have so that you can show how you'll solve it for them. Statistics show that the average job seeker spends about one minute deciding whether to apply for a position. Can you imagine that? I mean, you're going to be at that position for potentially four to 30 years, and in one minute you've decided whether you're going to apply or not. Now, if you're going to a restaurant and somebody hands you a menu, you'll probably spend five to seven minutes talking about your entree and your appetizer and whether you're going to have a drink with it, and what about dessert, and what are you going to have, and and there's a lot of back and forth about the decision-making process, and that's for a meal that'll be eaten and forgotten. Not necessarily a job that you're going to be at for four to thirty years. It's just amazing to me how little time we spend on that sort of thing. You know, I can think back to uh, my college days. I, I probably spent more time thinking about how I could get out of class early on Friday when I was writing my schedule than I thought about whether that class was going to get me towards my uh, job goal after I graduated. (laughs) You know, I just didn't have uh, the priorities there straightened out, uh, at least initially, the first time I was in college. Um, But also, you know, when you think about it, um, recruiters have a lot of good information. And one of the ways I was able to get a lot of that information and and have uh, access to that information is by doing national career fairs. I've done a lot of events in New York, New Jersey, uh, Maryland, and um, I have a table where I'll do resume critiques, and before the event starts, uh, we'll be locked in the room, and so I'll have an opportunity to speak with a lot of the uh, the hiring managers who are at these events, and, and I learn an awful lot about what they're looking for and what they're not looking for, and it's really helpful for me in my business as a resume writer and a career coach uh, to understand those intentions and what they're looking for so that in the end they can be given that by you and that's um, my goal again in this in these podcasts is to make sure that you um, are focused on, on really two things in the end it's it's all about getting the interview and second it's all about getting the job offers you know, everything else is kind of in one way or another related to that and if you're not um focused on specifically getting the interview, then you're not really focused on how you're going to end up uh, in a new hire orientation. One of the things that I've found in in talking with recruiters and hiring managers is that um, if you have, uh, say, 15 to 30 years worth of experience, they really only want to see the last 10 to 15 years on the resume and then make some sort of a brief reference to the prior experience but not an expanded history of what you did uh, at a Burger King when you first got out of college. Seventy-two percent of the recruiters say that uh, that would really be ideal for them and they wouldn't need more information than that. Um, Another nice tidbit is that uh, 75 percent of hiring managers say that a well-written cover letter can improve the odds of a less qualified applicant obtaining an interview. And I've spoken a lot about cover letters. Uh, one of the areas that you'll see on my website is um, really some instruction on cover letters. I feel like they're the one of the unsung heroes in the job search process, because when it's done right, you really can get the, uh, the hiring manager to see you in their light and see them have they can see you fitting into their whole structure, into their corporation, and into their team. You know, in the end, they're hiring somebody that they're potentially going to work with, or at the very least, uh, they're going to hear from the from the department manager uh, about your performance, and they want to pick the right person. They want to pick somebody. And if they can figure that out from a well-written cover letter, that really improves your odds. And also, um, actually... Even more so, 91% of hiring managers agree that applicants who do research on the company or the position they're applying for receive greater consideration than those who send a generic cover letter. Uh, My understanding in talking with uh, people in the hiring community, uh, the generic cover letters most likely don't even get written or read. Um, They just, you know, get tossed or, or passed over. And if your resume is attached to that to near a cover letter, well, you know what happens to the resume. So I would encourage you to spend some time researching that. Uh, there's a lot of formative information on my on my website, too, in terms of cover letters. Uh, you can find that. But specifically spending the, the amount of time necessary to learn a little bit about the company. You know, in all the years I hired, uh, I'd sit in interviews and it was amazing the number of people who would, even if they didn't say it out loud, they, what they were thinking was, now I wonder what this company does. And and they were surprised that uh, we had more than one location. Uh, you know, this is a Fortune 500 company with uh, locations worldwide. Uh, they were surprised about a lot of things uh, in the interview process. And they really shouldn't have been. They really should have done a little bit of homework. And, you know, it. Yeah kind of saddens me that, that we don't have a better structure for teaching that in in high school and in college and in technical schools because um, that's a skill and a trait that people really need to have uh, just like being able to um you know change a tire or, or um balance a checkbook although people don't seem to do that as much anymore either as they used to with uh, with online banking and instant up to the moment uh uh text alerts every time your uh, account activity takes place so um, but even even so I think it's important that, that we're all thinking about either getting the interview or getting the job offer and in the end you know, we've got to make sure that we're giving the hiring manager um, what they're looking for you know it's amazing how many people don't follow directions when applying and that's that's a real basic type of thing. And statistically, it, it's close to 50 percent. And that's uh, almost embarrassing that you would not even spend the time to see how they want the um, information transmitted to them, or specifically, do not send this, or um, send this, send this second type of thing, or um, you know, no phone calls, or do this. And the more you can read through the entire uh, application process and understand exactly what they're looking for, the, the easier you're going to be seen as the candidate who knows what's going on, and you're going to be the candidate that could actually land that job because you've paid attention, you've followed the directions, and you've put yourself a- ahead of the majority of the people um, who do- who don't. And then statistically speaking, one other thing I'll I'll end with here is that about 50%, it's like 49.5% of hiring managers say that their experience is that um, people aren't very friendly and they're not enthusiastic and they don't smile. And so just by smiling and by being enthusiastic, you can put yourself ahead of half of the applicant's for that position so once again you know, there's statistics um, you know it sounds a little daunting and it sounds math related and um, but you know, if you pay attention to, to what these things are saying there's lots of opportunities for you to put yourself ahead of a lot of other people who may have the same qualifications but they don't have the ability to follow directions so I would say you know Use these statistics. um, Take an opportunity to to kind of review what you're doing in relation to some of these items and make sure that your focus is on getting the interview so that you can get the job offer. And thank you so much for listening to me. Again, I'm your host, Joel Quast, and this has been 6 Second Jobs Podcast. Thank you for listening to the 6 Second Jobs Podcast. This has been your host, Joel Quas. Remember, use what we've discussed and take action. This puts you one step closer to your new higher orientation.